Okay, hello and welcome to another episode of Down Murder Lane, a true crime podcast. Hi, everybody. This is episode 31. 31. Yes. 31 was a good age. It's a good age. Yeah. I liked my 30s. Early 30s were good. I was having my first child I at 31. I was just married. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it was a good... Mm-hmm. Good year. Pretty good, good expensive age. year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it was good. Good. So this is going to be um, a special case because this is when uh, this story is going to be about me when I was on location in Eagle River last week for Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. Memorial Day. And I was, it was raining and my husband and father-in-law and son went fishing and I was fishing in the rain. I, I yeah. Fishing they say it's supposed passion, to be good. I don't. It's supposed to be good. Yeah. Or my grandpa used to always. And it was like, overcast. Yeah. I'm gonna we go. We gotta go fishing. Yeah. Catch some walleye. Whatever. Yeah. So they were out fishing. I was like, well, Emily needs to nap. So I put her in the car and just drove around because I had done research on this earlier. And that's smart because once your kids get to be a certain age, you almost have to like force them to nap. And how mm-hmm. you do that is by driving the asses around. Put them in. The I used car. to call them rolling naps. Rolling naps. That's a really good one. I would like fly into the Starbucks drive through <laughs> and, you know, get and a just little drive bit of around. Peace and quiet. Yeah. Like, oh my God, I need you guys to sleep. Yes. STFU. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my God. Yes. So what I did, um, this case, it's, it's the murders of Nathaniel and Daniel Goodrum and, oh, sorry. That over there is Heather. Hi everybody. Yes. And that is Jessica. Hi. Hi. And this story is fucked up. Uh, so it's it kid. So kid. trigger warning. It is about kids, but here, let me tell you how when I you came. You told me it was a bummer. I was like, fuck it's kids. Yeah. Fuck. Cause that's what it's. Not that all cases aren't bummers, but it's, no, but it's especially when it's kids. for us. Yeah. So me and my husband always have this joke about going up north. And I'm like, I don't like being in the woods because that's where all the murderers live. Yeah. So he thinks it's hilarious. Slenderman's up there too. Yeah. And the Nicolette mm-hmm. National Forest because ah. that's where we were by. And that's there's going to be some of that in this case. The fucking Slenderman? Not Slenderman, but the Nicolette National Forest. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we were joking. He's like, oh, because I don't like up there at the cabin excuse me, there's all these windows, there's no curtains. And I'm like, people can see in. He's like, oh, all the murderers are looking in at you. Like like Chris Zoko's apartment where it was like 50, 11 floors up. Yeah. Like still, you didn't like that. No, I don't I like windows. I don't like any windows. I like it. I want everything closed up and locked. Well, up there, like there's no air conditioning, so you just leave the windows open. Nope, I ain't, I'm not about that life. I'm anyway, not about the no air conditioning life. Yeah, at I this know. this juncture in my life. It's true. It's very I'm sorry. True. It just doesn't work for me. No. It's too hot. <laughs> like, call me a diva. I don't know. I just can't. It just is not. Yeah. In the work. fall, maybe. Okay, sure. that's really nice. In the spring or in the fall when the nights are cooler. Yeah. But this time of year. But I'm not sleeping with the windows open. Absolutely not. So I don't care if I'm do on the 10th level. Unit or anything? Nope. There's no window unit. Oh there's nothing. God, just just not fans. Sleep. But there was fans and it was totally fine. Okay. So what about when it's like 90 degrees? At night, it always gets pretty cool that you don't okay. need it. There's never been a time we've been up there where, oh my gosh, we need an air conditioner. I am such a sleep diva. Like I need, I sleep, like once I fall asleep, I sleep well, but I need like certain conditions to sleep. Mm-hmm. I need like 
fans and white noise. It has to be the right amount of darkness, the right temperature. Yeah. I need the right weight of the blanket weight. on yes. me. I'm the same I way. I need the right firmness of pillow. Like, yeah. if these conditions are not met, <laughs> I basically, this is going to sound really bad. But if those conditions are not met, sometimes I will purposely drink a little bit too much so I'll sleep better. Yeah. Or take a Tylenol PM or yeah. something. Yes. I've resorted like, to that. I should probably drink a little bit more wine and then I'll sleep better. Yeah. Because if I if I don't like and it's just not optimal sleep conditions. Mm-hmm. You know it's going to be a shitty night. I'm just going to – it's just going to be rough. And I the next day is going to suck. I get in my head about it. And yeah. And I'm like, I can't sleep. And then I'm all fucking weird. And like, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Anyways. This is not a sleep podcast. <gasps> but we just g- gave you some excellent tips. So, okay. So, back to this. Take care of your sleep hygiene. <laughs> <laughs> Sleep self-care. So we always joke about, I don't like going up there because I'm scared of everything up there. And he's like, nobody ever gets murdered up here. And I'm like, bullshit. No. And I'm going to find it. happens. He was right. Okay. Where the cabin is, is Three Lakes, Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. And there, it's gorgeous. And he, what I had to come and I had to tell him you were right. There hasn't been a murder here since like 1891 or some crazy shit like that. Like for real. So this is back then. So. This, I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to broaden out. I'm and really so excited. I know. So I spend, when we go up to Three Lakes, a lot of times we go into Eagle River, right. which is very close. It's like 20 minutes away. That's where we do like all the shopping. Right. It's more tourists yeah. and there's more things. So we always go and there's better ice cream shops and yes. all the things. And we had to go into, the reason I came up with this idea, we had to go, one of the scooters broke down. I had to go to like the big Ace Hardware up there. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I should do Eagle big River. Outing. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, let me look at Eagle River cases. I found maybe two or three. Okay. And so not a lot of crime there. And then so when I started, I found these. I started looking into them. I found this one. Mm. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I am I have to do this case. I am and so excited. Yes, yes, yes. So this is really fun when it's a surprise. Yeah, I like the surprise ones. I and we too. get to cover more because we've taken separate trips and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, and, you know, not that we see each other a lot, but mm-hmm. – you know, sometimes we can't always get get yeah. our, especially with summer. Summer schedules. And right. With the kids being out right. of school, we can't yeah. utilize so that time. So this summer, there might be more separate adventures, but we'll still try to always go on together adventures. Yeah. Too. Yeah. At night. Yeah. yeah. When, yeah. So, yeah. are you ready? Yes. Come take a trip with me. Down Murder Lane. <laughs> All right, so getting right into the case. Um, Excited. Yay. All right, so Jamie Goodrum is the daughter of Foxy, which is the coolest like nickname. Foxy. Foxy. Foxy lady. <laughs> and Jim DeMuth, who owned and operated the Star Lake Saloon in St. Germain, Wisconsin, for so several years. Is Foxy her real name? I like could not find her. Like Foxy Brown, the, the rapper from the 90s? I don't know. I don't know. Um, so it was just, though, there wasn't, I will premise the saying there was not a lot of information on this case. Okay. Um, I had to go into like the deep, down yeah, the, the CCAP, get nice. all the, from there. There wasn't a lot of articles written about it either. So it's going to be a short know, episode. What did Foxy look like? I don't know. I could not find Foxy? any pictures of her parents. I could, I could barely find one of her. So, okay. I just want to know if Foxy was Foxy. I'm sure she was. Or what, or Why did she get that nickname? Ironic. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe she had red hair, like a fox. 
Maybe. And a stripe down the middle? Yeah. Okay. So they lived in St. Germain. That Star Lake Saloon they owned, which is still there. It's not called that anymore, but it still stands. Did you um, go there for a drink? No, we were going to go. And I told you the whole thing with in. no. Mm -mm. Gotcha. So, uh, so Jamie married Randy Goodrum in 1983 okay. when she was just out of high school. So um, the couple had two sons. Daniel uh, was born on March 1st, 1986. And Nathaniel was born on March 15th, 1987. Okay. So, so they're bam, married bam. right out of high school. Um, bam, bam, kids. Yep. So 83. So it wasn't, it was a couple years. So three yeah. years before they had their kids. So this is where some shit starts happening. So mm -hmm. um, on May 2nd, 1987. So the baby's like Two six months, six yeah, weeks yeah, old. Six, yeah. Yeah. Nathaniel? Yes. Yeah. Um, at approximately 1130 a.m., Goodrum notified the Villas. Vilas, whatever, yeah. county sheriff's department that her two young sons had been kidnapped. <gasps> she told the officers that while returning from purchasing groceries, she had stopped at a wayside because of car trouble. Okay. Uh, while looking under the hood, she noticed a van pulling up alongside. And then someone placed a cloth over her face, causing her to lose um, consciousness. Holy shit. Yeah. That's like some H.H. Holmes shit. I know. They see her on the side. Of, and this is my, another fear I have is one, I never help anybody on the side of the road. No. I will call the police for you. I will mm -hmm. call help, but I'm not getting out of my car and I'm not helping you. No. Okay. I don't like tire irons. I they scare me. I just don't trust anybody. Anybody. True. Mm -hmm. So when she awoke, her children, Daniel, age 14 months, and Nathaniel, age six weeks, were missing. Oh, my God. So um, she called the police department. They came out, but they were unable to find footprints, tire tracks, or any other evidence to corroborate uh, Jamie's story. Additionally, workers at the grocery store, because she said she was at the grocery store, and then she was driving home from the grocery store, right. um, stated that she did when she was in the store, they recognized her, but she did not have her children with her when she was shopping. So that evening, uh, sheriff's department officers twice interviewed Goodrum, Jamie, and confronted her with the results of their investigation. So Goodrum stood by her story. So following the interviews. It's a small town, so they knew who she was. Yeah. And they're like, she didn't have her kids with her. Yeah. And the grocery store, like the biggest grocery store, like in that area is like Triggs. Right. And which is really weird because it's Fred, Doug's dad's friends with them. The people who own that, mm -hmm. his name is Drag, whatever. Yeah. And it's a, it's not as big as a pick and save, right. but it kind of has that same feel. It's like a piggly wiggly or something. Kind of like yeah. that. But everybody knows everybody up sure. there. You know who the tourists are. So, yeah, they went in there and they knew she was in there early. Yeah, she was in there, but her children were not with her. Hmm. And they didn't have okay. surveillance cameras back then. Nope. Well, 80s. Can you imagine what it would look like? Oh, my God. <laughs> Grainy as fuck. Yeah. Okay, so following the interviews, the investigating officers called her probation agent because she was on probation. For what? Richard Peterson, I'm going to tell you. Okay. And told him of the day's events and what their investigation had revealed. Goodrum was a habitual offender and had three convictions for misdemeanor offenses in the past five years. So uh, some of the offenses were criminal damage to property and two fraud check uh, writing um, charges. So, okay, so but, she's writing fraudulent checks and mm -hmm. then criminal damage to property. Yeah, which was she did have like a felony, um, like 
larceny charge. Okay. But then she like pled, she was a juvenile and she pled down to the criminal damage. So uh, Peterson, which was her probation officer, this Richard Peterson issued an order for a probation hold and Goodrum was picked up at 5 a.m. on May 3rd. So hmm. that's the next day. Okay. Okay. So at about 8 a.m., so she's been in custody for about three hours, um, on the probation hold, Goodrum gave a statement admitting that she had lied about bringing the children into the grocery store because she did not want her husband to know she had left them unattended in the car. Okay. So she's saying, oh, you didn't see him because I left him in the car. They were sleeping. That can... And yeah. it was the 80s, and people were more lax about that kind of yeah, stuff, there's especially probably no, in a small town. Yeah, there's no child seats, I'm sure. Nobody's, you know. No, we were just rogue in the back seats yeah. back then. <laughs> My parents showed me a picture of me in a car seat, and, like, I was born in July 79, so it was, like, Christmas time, so I was probably, like, five, six months old. Yeah. And it was literally, it looked like. A metal bar. It was like. <laughs> like a swing. Like, yeah, it looked like a swing. Like. Mm -hmm. Okay, if we got on an accident, I literally was going to fly out. Oh, yeah. Isn't that crazy? And it's my come. brother, who was like three, four years old, was just like in the back seat, just next to me, just like chilling. Yeah. <laughs> just like, whatever. Things, cool. are, things are so different now. Yeah, and they just had me in this like. Yeah, like, I've seen those. They look like, like those bowl. metal swings yeah. from like the state fair. Yes, it looked like a metal Like swing. that ride, the swinging. It was, yeah, it's not safe. Okay, so um, so she said she left her kids in the grocery, or she went to the grocery store, she left the kids in the car, she had to go get some stuff, she left them unattended, but the rest of her story remained unchanged. So she was on the side, excuse me, of the road, and somebody came up and, like, probably chloroformed yeah, her, her. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, I left him in the car, and I didn't, like, want my husband to get mad, or I didn't know if that was okay, so yeah, that leads me to another segue. Do you remember the day... That we realized when, when our kids were in 3K. Yeah. And do you remember the day that we realized that it was okay to leave our little ones in the car when we dropped the kids off inside of 3K? Yeah. And how excited like freedom. we were. And then, like, one of us, like, we would stay there. Yeah. Like, was, oh, you go. And then I'll stay. And then you go. And then really everyone, funny. we looked out for each other. And we were like, oh, my God, we can leave them in the car because it was such a pain in the ass. Oh, getting them out. Remember and... when Nolan would run and then take the elevator up and I'd lose them all the time? That's I hated that elevator down there. He was scary always running and laughing away from yeah. running away they from they think me. it's hilarious or parking lots oh my gosh with rough, emily man. just dry oh mm. okay all right so around noon um that day so this they took her into custody at 5 a.m okay by 8 a.m she was saying nope this that's what happened so around noon on may 3rd so she's in custody for the, seven hours seven yep the bodies yeah 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 i'm surprised you're only like a half a half a glass of snoop wine in so I mean, that's pretty good <laughs> proud of myself okay so around noon on may 3rd the bodies of the two young children were found near a logging road by forest uh, fire workers could you imagine finding those poor people that found a 14 month old body and a six week old body yeah so horrible daniel was gagged bound by electrical tape uh, and had his head covered by a pillowcase no uh, both of their skulls had been crushed by no, a blunt object. I know. No, I hate this. this I know. It's really a horrible, horrible st story. So I like got a pit in my. No. I know. Okay. So at 7 30 p.m., the officers again interviewed Goodrum. They read her the Miranda rights and told her that they had found footprints and tire tracks similar to hers at the murder scene. 
So did she know her children were dead at this point or not yet? Of course I mean, she, of course she's going to know they're dead. I know, but like. She's acting like she does not okay. know. All right. So after waiving her Miranda rights, Goodrum then admitted to killing her children. Okay. Damn. Yep. So Goodrum didn't take much to shake her down, right? So, so does she have like some crazy postpartum going on or what the fuck? Let's get there. Okay. So Goodrum told the grisly details for detectives. So uh, the date, time, and the location is unknown as far as, like, I looked into everything. So I don't know exactly when she killed her children. But it had to be sometime early Saturday morning because Friday her kids were home. Like, her husband was there. I mean, her husband was home. Yeah. And then when he went to work, she was able to take the kids grocery shopping. So it had to be in between that time. But so... Maybe Jeez. it was that day. We don't know. And where they, she actually killed them is still like that was nowhere. And I could not find it anywhere. She so, probably didn't divulge that information. No. So she stopped her car uh, using tape to restrain the older boy and then put a pillowcase over his head. She then said she placed him and his infant brother outside the car before striking them in the head with a hammer. Jesus. Mm -hmm. So she, but she didn't say where this happened. I mean, I did find out like where they found the bodies. So it had to be somewhere close to that. Um, and it was an old logging road. So it was just unpaved and it's right in the middle. It's right in Nicolette National Forest. Okay. So um, she was charged with two counts of first degree murder and pled not guilty and not guilty by reason of mental uh, disease or defect. So, so she, she was, was saying, saying she had postpartum. Yep. So uh, competency reviews were held and it found that Goodrum was not suffering from a mental disease or defect. Okay. She was just a fucking. Yep. Asshole. Just a monster. So Goodrum, Goodrum was found guilty and sentenced to two consecutive terms of life imprisonment. So they had to get a jury from Chippewa County. Yeah. Because That's it was such a small yeah. towns in that too, whole area. Everyone knew about it. It was too hot. Yep. So Goodrum is currently housed in Techita, Department mm -hmm. of Corrections in Fond du Lac. That's where Laurentia Bambanic was. Ooh, that's right. I knew that sounded familiar. And no motive was ever given. Well, if she wasn't, didn't have postpartum depression, it was probably just like, these kids are cramping my style. She was young. She was young. Two she kids was very like, quickly. No, I'm not doing this. I went out. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, because she graduated and right after high school, she got married. And then having kids three years later. So she had to be very, you know, talking 2021. Well, my mom and dad got married very young mm -hmm. and had us very young. I'm still alive. Yeah. We're not hit with a hammer. I'm sure it was not easy for them. No. I know it wasn't, but. Yeah. But you didn't, they didn't do anything like this. Okay. So you're kind of, my whole thing when I'm reading this case is, okay, where was the dad? Working. So, Yes. So her husband is um, a trail master for the Snow Eagles Snowmobile Club. And I guess snowmobiling is very big yes, in Eagle River. It's huge up there. And the head maintenance man for the uh, White Birch Resort, which is still up there. So he was a member of the St. Germain Fire and Rescue Department since 1981. And he managed the St. Germain Flea Market since it started. So this guy was very busy. Very, His family was very prominent in St. Germain. He, They did a lot of work and so were very well known. He had a lot of different jobs. Yep. He's basically like you. <laughs> but he gets paid. Yeah, I know. And you do a lot of different things and don't get paid. Yeah. But he... You're like, I'm yeah. room mother. I'm den mother. I'm... 
PTO president. A lot of, lot of jobs. I'm the Jessica Rudig. <laughs> doesn't sound as good as the Heather Farr, but. Well, I think it's spectacular. Well, thank you. And he, I was looking up more information about him and, and his family. And he was, I saw a newspaper article where he had served. He was getting awarded by the police, um, the fire chief for having, you know, over 30 years with the uh, fire department. He was a volunteer fire department. So know. he's still there. He's still up there, still yep. living, so prominent. That must have been really, I mean, not just the, what happened to his children, mm-hmm. but, but also... It, yeah, he never. I not that I could find that he, he ever got remarried. Yeah, his whole family was there. I think I would have to leave. Yeah, I would be like, I'm out of here. I'm yeah, stay here. Both my children oh. by my wife and stuff like that. So, so he never remarried. I don't know. I could not find anything about him getting remarried. If he has any other children, I should have probably dug a little deeper on that, but I didn't. I mean, what's that? Um, I was so that says like you're not supposed to trust a whole. I advise into, you not to trust a hoe. Oh, they're to turn a hoe into a housewife. Well, that too. <laughs> <laughs> that also. Okay. Can't turn a hoe into a housewife. Don't trust a hoe. Yeah. Nate Doggy never trusts no hoe. <laughs> I'm thinking ludicrous. <laughs> hoes don't act right. This hoe is yeah. on a mission. This hoe is on a crack bite. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that song. Okay. So, um, so the two places I went, the information that I could find was, um, the, the location where the bodies were found was military road and highway 70. So I actually, and the second place I went was to the grave site in St. Germain cemetery. Okay. So I wanted to know like, okay, so she lived in St. Germain and then she drove all the way with her kids in the car, had to go all the way out to this military road and highway 70. It's a good 40 minutes. Hmm. So I'm thinking you're driving for 40 minutes. Like what is going through your mind? Like maybe you think about, oh, maybe I shouldn't do this. Like think of all the bad things that will happen. You know what I'm saying? It's a long drive. And it's all one lane Like that's highway. enough time. It's not like an impulsive decision. Mm-hmm. It's enough time for it to be clearly premeditated. Yeah. Where it's not just like you snapped and you're like, holy shit, I can't take this anymore. They're both crying. I can't handle this anymore. I haven't slept in weeks, all that shit. Yeah. Cause think about six weeks is where they say it's you're, you're the most tired at six weeks. It's horrible. Yeah. And I mean, I don't, I didn't have kids 12 months apart. Mine were. Yeah. Justin are two years apart, but like that shit is no joke. Yeah. That toddler newborn life was freaking brutal, man. It's hard. And when that six week and you're like, cause in the beginning it's just all adrenaline and you're like, Oh, I'm okay. I'm not that tired. I'm not that tired. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like six to eight weeks, you're like, Holy fuck. Catches up. To I you. am dying. Catches up. Yeah. So who knows what have been going through her mind? I was just trying to put myself there. Like, what could you be going through your mind to make you make that decision? But she had to have the tape in the car. She had to have the hammer in the car, a pillowcase. She drove 40 minutes. Yep. To so somewhere, to the Nicolette National Forest. It was clearly premeditated. Down this road. And then when the bodies were found, they were found, they were like taken into the woods. So she, it sounds like when you're reading this, that she took them outside the car, killed them there, and then took them out into the woods. So, yeah. So I don't know. You know just, I know a lot of people are against the death penalty, but why are we even keeping these kinds of people? There's no re- rehabilitating somebody like this. I know. Well, she was actually up for parole. And, no. Um, this bitch should never see the yeah, light like of day. Yeah, like 2017 or something like that. I mean, 
I'm over here like, how did I mess up my kids today? Like, what did I do wrong today mm-hmm. as a mom? Or like, you know, feeling guilty because I yelled before school or whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm not a perfect parent, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're better than them. We're better than that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, have we given any parental advice lately? No. It's been a long time. Yeah. No. Just, yeah, don't hit your kids with hammers. That's, that's, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. I'm not to make a joke, yeah, but I mean, that's like, the only parental advice I have here. Don't hit your kids, with, your kids with hammers. And if you feel like you can't handle it, maybe tell somebody. Yeah. Ask for help. Be like, I can't handle this and I need a break. Yeah. And that's I what you're, like you I have a spouse for. Children. And yeah. Yeah. Talk to them or. Somebody. Yep. So, but I don't think she had. It doesn't sound like she had postpartum. Sound like she was. Yeah, just when a they did the competency review, yeah, they just say, and it was really crazy when I found the grave site um, oh. at St. Germain, and it's really sad. I'll show you the pictures. They're buried together, and oh. it's like a huge teddy bear holding a heart. So, um, and I mean, like literally, little baby angels, like yep. a fourteen-month-old is quite possibly like one of the cutest ages. Yeah. They're so sweet mm-hmm. and funny and like. So curious. So and curious. Just, they're a pain in the ass. They're just like walking around too. They don't well, even like they're just need to be entertained. They just want to no, walk around. Just, and, and they're so happy and like full of life. And mm-hmm. a six week old. I mean, that's just like. Just helpless. They're just a help. Like not even. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. But as I was looking at like the find a grave and you know how people can write comments and stuff. Yeah. You could tell like. There was um, comments on on the site from like their it'll say Auntie something or Grandma, like Jamie, you monster. I hope you rot in hell. Like they're like, oh, we never got to hold our youngest grandson. And uh, I mean, it's wild. I have to show you. I have to check it out. Read it. Yeah. So and then for them to like talk about her in the memorial, you know, the mom. So. All right, so that is the murders of Nathaniel and Daniel Goodrum. All right, so finish that case. Um, yeah, that was a real bummer. Yeah, it sucked. I have to drink some extra. Yeah, I'm gonna have to have an extra glass of wine. Tonight. Yeah, just to kind of get sure over I have that one. Optimal sleep sleep position. Yeah, position. <laughs> so we just wanted to come back on and say. One, I am really sorry that we had to cancel our Lane Lovers yeah. meetup. I know it sucks. It's okay. We'll reschedule. We'll we reschedule it later in the summer. It'll give us more time to plan. Yeah. And have our little Debbie's buffet. Yes. <laughs> Gotta go. And I, <laughs> I think we should have like a taste testing where people are blindfolded and they have to like say what it is. Yes. Like pick five of them and then yeah. have like five of them out and they have mm-hmm. to take. Yes. That's a really or cool game. Or maybe what we do is we get. Some of them that are like generic knockoff from Aldi, and then some of them that are the name brand, and people have to say, "Is yes. it name brand?" Okay, or no, is we have it... two games already. Yeah, we have two games. Can you tell them an event planner. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so fun. So I have fun. other ideas. Too. Yay! Great idea. So sorry okay. that we had to cancel that, but we were with schedule. Yeah, and it just gives us more time to plan cool shit, so it's fine. Yeah. And you have two stories that you want to talk about. Yeah, some uh, of my Dallas contingency came through for me here. And they have some stories about that, the John Zira case with that Dan Acker, the swim coach. Yeah, more stories. More stories. And I am only saying first names. I'm not saying last names. Okay. 
All right, so this comes from Ed, um, somebody that I know from good old Stalis. He says, um, hey, Heather, just getting caught up on your podcast. I'd missed and skipped a few. Just listened to the John Zero one. Acker was my swim coach growing up. Don't worry, he never touched me. I sort of feel like Mac with his gym teacher, and it's always sunny in Philadelphia, if you know that show, which I do. Mm -mm. Um, anyway, 25-ish years later, my oldest is taking swim lessons, gets Acker as a coach again. He actually got arrested about 20 minutes before class. Oh, <gasps> shit. So we were all sitting in the pool at Frank Lloyd Wright, the middle school, waiting, and some other lady comes in, basically says, yeah, Dan Acker won't be here tonight. And that's about all I can tell you. You'll probably get me for the rest of the time. <laughs> at the time, we didn't think anything about it. But later on, it's like WTF. He lived over by Brian's grandma. The, she, he says the last name. But he lives over by Brian's grandma's house and Rich's house, where we used to hang out like every day in the summer. But yeah, I had heard a bunch of stuff about him and this case before crazy. Wow. So, yeah, he was. I um, love notes like that. And I have another one. Okay. Let me locate it. I'll need you to find some. Give me some. I don't know, rap or something. Do some you beatboxing. Need like elever, elevator music or yeah. something? Like until the next one comes yeah, out Yeah, I need you to beatbox like Matthew. Oh, he really wants to beat. Yeah. One I need of my to favorite sign things is when he was doing, he was singing something really fast and you called him Twista. <laughs> <laughs> They always talk so fast. Yeah. Yeah. I got to sign him up for like a beatboxing class because he loves and he thinks he's beatboxing. It's really <laughs> funny. He's just making these sounds and he's like, mom, I'm a beatboxer. <laughs> he's amazing. He's so funny. All, All right. right. You got so it? another girl, um, Megan, hers is, you know, she says that she was about four to five with her sister, took lessons at, at Central, which is a high school. And her mom has a picture of her and him getting her swim class certificate. Wow. So she totally has a picture with Dan Acker. So crazy. I love getting, I love getting stories like this. I know. So it's exciting. Like, didn't you know somebody didn't, you, was I, did I dream this? Sometimes I don't know if I like dream stuff mm -hmm. or if like it really happened. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I'm, I'm wild. Yeah. Anyways, did you send me a picture of somebody that was had Jeffrey Dahmer in the background? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That This did happen. Yes. 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 Our very, very close friend. Yeah. Sent a picture and was like, oh, Who was look. it? I don't know if I should. I don't know if she wants me to share it. What's her so, initials? K. K yeah. S? Yeah. That's her? Yeah. Damn. The picture. Yeah. I have to have to have to have her resend it so you Holy can shit. see it again. Yeah. I don't like, think I knew Oh, look. That. Here's the airport. Look. There's. JD just hanging out in the background. Dude. And I was looking at it. I was like, okay, well, a lot of guys looked like him. No, it was him. And the, that you know, was that time. him. And you know, there's a new movie coming or a Netflix series coming yeah. out. And I saw the first pictures today of the actor. I don't, whatever this guy's name is. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. I'm yelling at you. No, it's okay. Like, I'm paired too. I slept yeah. like crap last night because of my child. Oh, sorry. Okay. But, um, Yeah. Yeah. I don't know where we're going on that. I totally just blanked on what we were supposed to be oh, talking we're about. Talking about pictures with creepers. Yeah. But y'all have to have her resend it. And yeah, stuff like I want to so. see that again. Yeah. For sure. Okay. And I, there was something else I was going to say. Oh, speaking of dreams, I have had a dream, a recurring dream now. Okay. Three times. It's not about murder. Okay. That I am planning 
Giannis Antetokounmpo's wedding. <gasps> so I just want to put Dang. it out in the universe. Yeah, you put it out there. I just, I know Giannis and his, his girlfriend are expecting their second child. But Giannis, if you listen. <laughs> he totally listens. I mean, <laughs> totally listening right now. I know you're in the playoffs and everything. Let's try to do a little bit better than you did last game. But if you're listening, I've had three dreams about planning your wedding. And let me tell you, one of them, you had to fly me to Mykonos, Greece. And oh, if you want to do that, I am totally open to that. You can fly me to Mykonos for a week and I will do it. And, and then we also had a wedding in Milwaukee. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like the big one over in Greece and then like the yeah, we, no, party we had, like, over a here. Small one like in like some oh. Greek ruins in Mykonos on this like this like white castle with this really bright blue water. Oh and they had me there and then we planned the big party here. So I just want to put it out there in the universe and to Giannis because I know you listen, Giannis. <laughs> and I want to put it out there that I'm going to be your assistant yes. at that wedding. Fuck yeah. Don't even have to pay me. Just I no, want to just, just hang out. Giannis, you don't even have to pay me to go to Mykonos. Just I I just want to do this for you. Yeah. It'd be awesome. Let me help you, Giannis. So that's our second sponsor request, I guess. Yeah. At we Giannis. Need, 34. We need, we need Snoop you. first. Let's get that yeah. done. And then you planning Giannis's, Giannis's wedding. wedding. I've had three dreams about it. I don't I I don't know if it's because the playoffs are on and the Bucks and whatever, but I yeah. keep dreaming about planning Giannis's wedding. Well, if I dream about it, then we'll yeah, we'll talk. And it has to be like the stars are aligning and it's going to come true. We need Steven to do a tarot card reading. Yes. I'm so excited about New Orleans coming up. And dude, I'm pumped. Did you see that thing that I tagged you in today about um the, the jazz burlesque, burlesque club? Yeah, mm -hmm. with the absinthe and that stuff like that. That sounds so fun. Yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, I, fun. I just, I just, I can't wait. Yep. And we're already working on our cases that we're going to do down there. We have so much fun stuff happening, guys. Yep. I'm going to Tampa next week, and I'm going to do a couple cases. If you have any suggestions, I mean, I have a couple that I'm going to do for sure. Yeah. Um, cases down in Tampa, but if you guys have any suggestions slide in Heather's DMs at Down Murder Lane on Instagram and yep. on Facebook. Slide in my DMs. Down Murder Lane Especially at True Crime you, Podcast. And Snoop. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you check all the emails. I don't check any emails. I'm so bad about I mean, it. I'd also be okay with like some sponsorship from Zach Efron. I mean, we have his cutout. Yeah. I feel like he's also a member of our podcast. Yeah. So he's going to be, would he be number two? And we'll put Giannis, like bump Giannis down because Zach is up there. We've never had a cutout of Giannis yet. We have had a Snoop cutout and a Zach Efron Okay, so cutout. Zach Efron's number two So number three is, is Giannis. Or just a call in. If Giannis actually contacts me to plan his wedding, he's going to go to number one because then we can go to Mykonos. That's true. And I bet, I wonder if Snoop Dogg will go to his wedding. Dude. We could send Snoop Dogg an invite. Yeah. This is and Zach Efron. It's all coming together. I mean, yes. Oh, shit. It's be so great. It's going to happen. This is gonna amazing. Happen. All, all right. right. So, so no, yeah, this has just gotten so, yeah. this kind of gotten hand. like really, really off. I don't know. <laughs> this is welcome to the jungle, friends. Yes. <laughs> <sighs> all right. Until next time. Do you remember your line? Take that trip. 
but pack wisely because you never know who you will run into. Hopefully not Jamie Goodrum. Down Murder Lane. Bye.